Sisters in the Shadows is in aid of Nordif Robbins. Nordif Robbins is the largest independent music therapy charity in the UK, dedicated to enriching the lives of people affected by life-limiting illnesses, isolation or disability. Their music therapists are expertly trained to tune into each movement, reaction and expression of the individuals they work with to discover how music can enrich their lives. They are absolutely brilliant. But they receive no government funding and so rely on the generosity of their supporters. Charities like Nordif Robbins are really struggling these days and need your help more than ever. As a musician and a music lover, I know firsthand of the healing powers of music. It can lift your spirits, unite people and touch your heart in ways nothing else can. And the amazing therapists at Nordif Robbins use that power to help some of the most vulnerable people in society. If you love music and care about people, and I know you do, I ask you as a proud ambassador of Nordif Robbins Music Therapy Charity to help support their important work today. Just go to nordof-robbins.org.uk to find out more. That's nordof-robbins.org.uk. Welcome back to the second series of Sisters in the Shadows, Women in Blues and Jazz. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Of course I'm your host, Colette Cooper. Now this is the podcast that shines a light on the ladies in the genre who are the true superstars. Today's show is dedicated to the one and only, the divine one, Sarah Vaughan. I'm feeling mighty lonesome, haven't slept a wink. I walk the floor and watch the door, and in between I drink black coffee. Sarah was born in Newark, New Jersey in 1924. She was nicknamed Sassy and began her career after winning an amateur night at the Apollo Theatre in 1942. Later that year, she returned to the Apollo Theatre to open for Ella Fitzgerald. Her vocal style was considered operatic. She joined the Earl Hines Band in 1943, originally as the pianist, but she was limited to singing after Cliff Smalls joined the band. It was here that she met Billy Eckstein, who left to form his own band with Dizzy Gillespie, they hired Sarah on vocals and she made her first record, I'll Wait and Pray, in 1944. After going solo in 1945, she became a superstar. She was proud to be the first to record the jazz standard Tenderly, which became an unexpected pop hit in 1947 and the next year signed to Columbia Records where her chart success continued. 
In the 1950s, she moved to Mercury Records where she enjoyed financial and critical success making mainstream pop records. Her success peaked with her hit, Broken Hearted Melody, which she considered corny, but was her first gold record. But Sarah stayed true to her jazz roots by recording on Mercury's imprint, MRC. In her career, she worked with everyone from Charlie Parker to Oscar Peterson to Quincy Jones. She won several awards, including four Grammys, and performed at the White House for President Lyndon Johnson. Her last recording was on Quincy Jones' Back on the Block, which featured Sarah doing a scat duet with Ella Fitzgerald, which was the only time they ever recorded together. Her last performance was at New York's Blue Note Club in 1989. Sarah died at the age of 66 on April the 3rd, 1990. And the rest is history. You'd bring the joys that I see. I'm so darn lonesome. Now my first guest in this second series is one of my absolute favorite jazz singers on the scene today and actually one of my absolute favorite people on the planet. It is Ricketti Genesis. So I was dead excited to catch up with Ricketti. Um, you know, it was quite a while ago now and uh, I haven't seen her for ages. So it was, it was good to have a good old chat about music, what she was up to and, uh, you know, basically how she was keeping busy without doing live gigs. Yeah, well, at the moment, I'm kind of just trying to do a few more kind of online kind of videos, um, which means I have to kind of get dulled up. But, you know, I try to yeah. refrain from that. You know, no makeup is best for me always. Yeah. But, um, you don't I guess need it, babe, that's fine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you should it's see true. me now. But, um, yeah, I've been, I guess I've been really kind of trying to focus on that. I'm also um, in, in the middle of producing uh, my latest EP. Excellent. So I've been working a lot with that. And We're going to play a little bit of your music later as well, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, that would be grand. Yeah, so the new stuff, I'm just working on that, uh, just kind of writing and just kind of having this time to sit and just to be still for once. I think like I've been non-stop yeah. gigging for the past five years. Oh my God, you non-stop. I know and it's only at Christmas I ever get ill and that's because that's the only time of the year I take two weeks off. Yeah. And so it's like, this is the first time in five years really that I've been able to just be still yeah. um, and actually just sit back and, and think about what my next steps are, you know, of course, if my mental health allows me to on, yeah. on every, every given day, but, you know, I guess kind of overall, it's just really, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to all of this, I guess. I'm just grateful that, you know, I'm healthy and I'm here to be fair. Exactly. Exactly. Tell us yeah. about your last gig you did before lockdown. Oh my, oh my God. Yes. My last gig, it was actually for a, a baby shower. Yeah. Um, and the, host <laughs> of, the host of the baby shower got convoyed, got coronavirus. <laughs> oh I was waiting for her to pay me and I was like, oh, hi, you know, where are you? She's like, I'm sorry, I'm on my way from the hospital. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, she ended up, you know, at, at that point, we didn't really know um, how big this was going to be. No, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm so glad I managed to do that last gig. Um, yeah, I needed that, you know, that last hit before the last before hit Cold before Turkey. we thought, shit, when we're gonna do this again. And what what was your um tell us about one of your gigs before that? Uh, in oh, well, clubs I, as well and... yeah I guess like my last kind of couple of gigs were around the Christmas time because again yeah. I took uh, I took two weeks off and then I got really ill with a flu I'm not saying anything but I had the flu at the beginning yeah. of 
January. So I, I had to take that, a bit of time actually. off. Yeah, I had to take a bit of time off gigging for maybe six, seven weeks. Yeah. My asthma really played up. But before that, I was um, I done a few gigs at the piano bar at the end of yeah. December, which you is pack you know that place out. But that's my favorite venue. You know, yeah. it's just it's 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 such a great venue. Great staff, great people, and, and people. Yeah. I've seen people queue up. Outside. I know it's great. I know I love you. it. Gives you that little buzz, you know. And yeah, I guess every it's a great time place there, to perform. I feel like I'm in like an old school speakeasy. It so does. you know, that's what it does feel like, that, doesn't it? All I need it is, is a cigarette good. on stage, and I'm sorted. I know. You know? I'm sure oh, not George would let you do that. I'm sure George, when the doors are closed, wouldn't mind. That. He, love, he yeah. loves a bit of that. No, it's, it's a great. It's a great place to perform. It really yeah. is. Got that old vibe, and the audience are always appreciative and genuinely love the music, exactly. and not just there to have a cocktail. And make noise, you know, they love it. So they yeah, love it. Great. And they, you can hear a pin drop. You can't hear a pin yeah. drop. What's the saying? You can or you can't hear a pin drop. You, you could hear you a can. pin drop. Yeah. A pin like drop so when you silent. Play. So yeah. silent. I love it. I know. Yeah. Well, let's hope we could be able to do that soon. So that's good. Yeah. So at least you had some good injection of music and performing before this happened. And yeah, so now, yeah. You're, now you're just going to take time <laughs> and you're going to um, do some writing, like you say, yeah. be still you know but exactly. keep creative that's the important and that's thing. what i'm doing and because i'm producing good. my album my ep myself and what's that good, lot of good. what's that called no, it hasn't got a name. do you know what i have no idea because i can't name songs so right, i have fine. no idea of it but i'm hoping for it to be released by october Excellent. um but you know but we'll see we'll see how i get through this isolation and will we be seeing you on your instagram we'll be seeing lots of like some live gigs from you please yeah if you just if you just keep looking at my story you know yeah. it's a little bit random you know you know today i can't Riketa genesis by the way yeah Riketa genesis r-i-k-e-t-t-e um yeah Riketa genesis you can check me out on instagram i am putting up stories and stuff um right. put some more on my actual page but yeah just come and have a look you know having a few sing songs yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna be tuning in you know that the nice yeah thing. just just come on for shits and giggles yeah. anyway. so <laughs> so tell me you know my show's about women in blues and jazz yeah um, it's basically i just want to explore a bit more history about mm -hmm. that and yeah. about some of the unknown artists that have been around for decades and started mm -hmm. off started off in the you know the jazz age that we we've, mm -hmm. we've been overshadowed by men so what mm -hmm. who who's your favorite woman in blues and jazz or blues or jazz and it can be vocalist or instrumentalist or oh, that one's really hard it's, it's kind one, of it? yeah i get oh god I, i'm gonna go for singers of so yeah yeah um but i would say it's it's in between sarah vaughan and anita o'day yeah those two are like my queens and yeah. you know they're, they're similar in some ways but they're so different yeah. um but i guess if i had to really choose it would have to be Born. Yeah, fantastic. I just think she's effortless, you know. And and when was the when? What was your favorite song of hers? And when did you first hear it? Oh, oh my gosh! Do you know what? I would say Honeysuckle Rose. She does. Oh my god, her version of Honeysuckle Rose when yeah. she comes into the second part and she goes and she starts higher, amazing. and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, amazing. I heard that. I heard that maybe. 10, 11 you? years ago. Oh God, I must have yeah. been in my 20s when I heard that. I was a late bloomer to um, Sarah Vaughan, to be yeah. fair. Um, yeah, when I you heard it, did you just think, wow. Ooh. I was just like, wait. At first I was like, wait, is this for real? Because there was a lot of slurring of the words. I was like, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Let me just double check. Is, is this for real? It's like when I first heard Nina Simone. I was yeah. like, is this fucking real? Um, and then, yeah, I was like, wow, she is 
amazing and I just want to be able to copy her you know the slow yeah. the words without sounding drunk yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's not an excuse you are drunk <laughs> oh, you don't use that as an excuse I know what you like <laughs> trying to well, say you're pretending you're drunk that's well Billie Holiday was very like that as well but she was yeah. drunk um, yeah she was she did she slur her words and she was that's what, uh, but that's what made her so weirdly so unique. Exactly. You know, it's the same it as was. Anita O'Day. Yeah. Sorry to cut you. Same as Anita O'Day, yeah. the amount of heroin in her system. The amount of heroin. Newport, I... Yeah, the Newport Jazz um, Festival, she just, yeah. just doesn't remember playing. And, they, and, they, <laughs> and then the way they go off notes, and they used very few yeah. notes. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason why they use very few notes, not because they weren't they weren't capable of it. They use yeah. very few notes because a lot of the time they were on a lot of heroin. Um, yeah. They were drunk. But also... Mm-hmm using very few notes helped them get the emotion out there mm-hmm, exactly Especially Billie Holiday which is why you know yeah but that was her secret she didn't really yeah. know at the time but you know that slurring the very few notes she'd use um yeah I was just really kind of surprised because I think emotion. yeah because I'd always kind of listened to you know like the Ella Fitzgerald and the Billie Who's Holiday which I absolutely out. love yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, total opposites. You know, Ella mm-hmm. Fitzgerald, absolutely clean, you know, yeah. clean on notes, yeah. perfect, most beautiful, incredible voice. Yeah. I mean, she—that's why she is still up there as the best jazz singer. Then it comes Billie mm-hmm. Holiday. You know, whatever yeah. your preference is, but they're all great to me. But um, she um, she, you know, you can see the difference where she would, yeah. the notes she would use. You know, she would really use all the notes. She was a real musician. And when Billie yeah. Holiday would use these very few notes, but yet the emotion that came with that it. Very, very different it. singers, but both brilliant. In their and, own and, and right. That, and exactly. their own, that's jazz because that's... And that is jazz, yeah. You know, that is jazz because... And that's, and that's yeah. Sorry, I keep cutting you. I'm no, no, but really you, you know, that's because it can be, it can be anything. That's the thing. Yeah. It can be anything. And so, do you, so... So what basically, like you say, you were a late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another great thing about jazz and blues. There's no age, yeah. you know. It, and for me, jazz and blues are about someone, of someone who's a bit mature, who's lived, can tell a story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So no matter if you start in your 70s, if you've got a story to tell and you've lived, then, you know, and you can then go for it. And go for it. So exactly. do, do you feel, uh, I mean, do you, what led you? then to this genre because you know you your, your musical background you've done you like reggae pop you've got a quite a, a wide range um of your yeah I've, I've, yeah I've covered all, all kind of genres to be fair yeah you um, have. yeah you've, I would you're say so like, versatile it's oh, brilliant. thanks. It's, it's, you know, my mum always said, make sure you're singing everything and every opportunity is, you know, every opportunity sing wherever you can. So yeah. that's what I've kind of lived by. But yeah, I guess like I kind of got into, well. yeah, well, my mum's a jazz, a jazz, sorry, a reggae artist in oh, her own br- right. She's brilliant. Oh, thank you, Nana Genesis. But you know, she's fabulous. You know, reggae is a form of jazz, you know. Exactly. And that's how I just all stems back, you know, to yeah. Louis Armstrong, you know, everything. Exactly. It's like, so I, it was It was natural that I'd go into jazz, you know, from the scatting of Bob Marley to the scatting yeah. of Ella Fitzgerald, you exactly. know, that improv, like, talk to me, Maureen. I love yeah. it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Sorry, oh, it just brilliant. does something. So, but, so what led you, though, to, to the jazz? Do it. I mean, was it, was it yeah. Sarah Vaughan? Was it listening no, to that it wasn't, song? No, it was 
No, it, it weren't, you know, it was actually, it was actually Ella Fitzgerald. So when I say I'm a late bloomer, I was a late bloomer to like the more obscure, let's say, um, performers yeah. at that time, um, such as Sarah Vaughan's. But I first kind of heard jazz, which was Ella Fitzgerald when I was the age of eight. Because you do have a vibe I, of Ella Fitzgerald in your voice. Uh, Something about your voice that's... Oh, I guess, I, guess I learned all my jazz. Yeah, you look that. like Billie Holiday. It's weird. Oh, do I? Oh, thank you. I've said this to you before on stage. You look like you've got a look of Billie Holiday. Oh, thank um, you. But you have a sound yeah. of Ella Fitzgerald, but dirtier. You've got a dirty. Yeah, that, I love that you say that. You know what I mean? The, the dirty thing. But yeah, so I yeah, so I just started listening to this Ella Fitzgerald album, Forever Ella, and I listened to I Can't Give yeah, You Anything great But Love. Album. And it was just the first time me singing that, I actually enjoyed the way that I sounded. Like right. I'd always sung like, I'd sung reg reggae tracks and that, and that was lovely, like whatever and that. But I was quite obsessed with Mariah Carey at one stage. Yeah, we're all so obsessed with Mariah Carey, darling. She's beautiful, you know. But um, well, she has a fabulous voice and a very, she writes very good songs, just and saying. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So I was a really big fan of her. So anytime I would sing her song, I was like, mm. I sound shit. I have a terrible voice. And as soon as I started singing jazz, it was like, this makes sense. Like, yeah. I like you the way made, my you voice were born to sing on it. it. Yeah, I and mean, I just, you know, all the kids, like friends at school used to take the piss out of my vibrato. I used to do it as shits and giggles. So I'm swearing a lot. Um, yeah, out of good. my vibrato and um, then I realized it's just a natural thing that I, I like to do and it was like jazz was my cup yeah. of tea so um, here we are right and and so your mate would you say your main influence then was Ella Fitzgerald as when you first started yeah yeah, uh, yeah. she she was she she really was I listened to that album word for word learned every single word every single scat section yeah every single trumpet chain everything yeah amazing yeah. I'm going to play her tonight and I'm going to play you. I mean, I do love her. You can't not love her, can you? Let's face it. Yeah, I know. But, you know, oh, she's just so fabulous. But, you know, does I, I'm not going to lie. I did get to the point where, okay, I'm, I'm all ella out now. I'm really yeah. all ella yeah. out. I need something a little bit more dirty, yeah. something a little bit more um, Your voice, polished, your, you know? your, your vocals, um, like, and I mean this, they do melt you, but they are very, you can, you can hear an Ella, but you can hear... There's very much Rocchetti in there, but there's you've got you've got a unique sound because it it's like it's like your vocals are like listening to Ella Fitzgerald but scratched. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll take that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah. it's 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 dirtier. There's more grit to it. It's mm -hmm. not as clean. So there's just a little bit. It's like someone's put you know gravel all over <laughs> your vocals, but you can feel Ella coming through. I think you're okay. Fine. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you hear that because I, I, I never really wanted that polished sound. No, um, never really. I think that's because no, your personality for me, that's too much to live that. up to as well. Yeah, but yeah, also I mean, it's too much to live up to. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure you, you could if you wanted to, but you don't mm -hmm. want to because that's your personality that shines mm -hmm. through. Okay, a bit messy. Yeah. You, you've got such a vibrant <laughs> personality, and, and it's, it's in fact, personality is so important when it comes to performing. Mm -hmm. I think because. You know, you can watch performers and you, what you see is their personalities come through. And that's what you end up really loving, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. no, and, now, the other thing I wanted to ask you, though, do you feel um, women have been uh, overshadowed in this genre? Um, yeah, through, through I, from the start, from the start. Yeah, do you know, I would say in, in most genres and in most industries, you know, women have been probably most overshadowed. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do definitely believe so in um, 
in within the jazz genre in particular you know I think growing up I never really knew of any female instrumentalists in, within the no. jazz community it was only basically a few token um, and I'm sorry to say it, but a few token black singers black yeah. female singers yeah um, so and that's true. all I really you know that's all I really knew until I started really kind of branching out and trying to find more information I guess that's something I'm very conscious of when I perform yeah. I do try like, I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm only going to perform with women but I do actively try to recruit female musicians I, I you know yeah, you I'm do. sure you know, know I'm, you I'm sure you know all of them like Steph Leg on yeah, saxophone brilliant and, she's know. brilliant she's fabulous or Nia Tilly on bass or you, I yeah. think, you know Lucy Tasker on um, clarinet just clarinet, you know, really I love lovely. Lucy she played she's one of my gigs so lovely yes yeah, she played yeah. at one of my gigs at the um the church in Camden what was that oh called, did she yeah, well, she's she's Saint great. St. Pancras. She was great. It was the first time yeah. I met her. She came and played. Really lovely girl. It's just such a different vibe, isn't it, playing with yeah. women? It's um, a different vibe. It's a completely yeah. different vibe. It's like um, when we performed together, when you asked me to do backing, it was the first time being on stage. It was an insult. I was like, I can't ask Ricketty to come <laughs> and be my backing singer. She's going to go, oh, how dare you? But I thought, I, I, just want someone I, I just want someone I can have fun with and you can just do it very quickly and you could, so... Oh, that was so much fun. But, you know, it just makes a difference. But, yeah, I do feel like, mm. you know, we have been overshadowed. And I feel like it's podcasts like this. And then you have, you know, yeah. Women in Jazz, their online platform and stuff, you know, really trying to push female musicians. And you've got Tomorrow's Warriors as well, which yeah. is a great organisation to look into and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like, yes, we've been overshadowed, but the time is now for change. Because like, you see a lot happening. more women now coming through yeah vocalists but instrumentalists and mm -hmm. uh, and you're right when you say if we th if we think back women like the vocalists the ones the, they've kind of always been more outstanding than men in the mm -hmm. past from the very first you know jazz yeah. age but there's been less of them like yeah exactly a, to a token few there's been less yeah. of them where but they've still kind of superseded the men at yeah that because time. it's yeah just, because women just have more emotion when they sing and they're just you know I'm not saying men aren't but they're just very very different you know yeah and, and you can understand why at that time particular time going all the way back to the 20s why they they would stand out but yeah. as far as instrumentalists no you get a couple of female saxophonists a couple of you know a couple of trumpet players like uh, yeah like you got Nabia well, Garcia yeah. as well like now yeah he's, he's, so um, they're coming through more and more and more um, mm -hmm. through the scene which is which is great I mean mm -hmm. you know if you go back to the 1920s there was huge all-female orchestras you know mm -hmm. and the uh, Rosetta Tharp yes yes it was incredible and we just don't have that um yeah we don't it, it is still male dominated always has it, been it and really it still is. is but it, it really is it still is and but women are they are coming through and they are and they are starting to shine um and they're starting to unite as well you know yeah. I, I see a lot more friendships and um groups of women within the jazz um um, within the jazz scene in yes. London, you know, and it's I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, like you were saying, it has been kind of very male dominated, and that's why I've gone back to education to retrain as a sound engineer. Yeah. 
I know, and amazing. that's because I very rarely see any female sound engineers, and also that's I get so really annoyed because I, I get undermined all the time at a sound check. I'm like, oh, can I, I have know. it like this? And they're like, no, you now want you it can like say this. fuck like, you. I know what I'm talking off. about. I know what I want. Like, don't yeah. fuck with me today. So it yeah. really annoys me. So I was like, I want to retrain. <laughs> I want to go out there. I'm not having it anymore. Don't no, fucking tell me. Don't Sorry. mess with oh. me, Don't. But yeah, so it's just about you know making that change together and uplifting women. You know, so the always yeah. bringing each other down yeah um, no I totally agree with you I, but also um I found when I first started singing jazz because I started off only singing jazz um mm-hmm. you know now I've I'm more of a blues singer I just naturally yeah rest because I have quite a big voice and I just felt a lot of them were singing a lot of jazz I, I, it was quite I don't know for me I just wanted to I wanted to go, ah, you know, a bit more. And that is so you, isn't it? Yeah. So, and also, because I sang it for so many years, I mean, like I said, how many times can you sing, you know? Lullaby uh, Birdline. Lullaby, yeah. How many times can you sing it before you go, fucking hell? I know, drop me out. What is the song actually about? Yeah, so (laughs) I just kind of naturally progressed. But when I first started singing, the Mm -hmm. the audience, um, so I'm going back years, the audience was always an older crowd, always. Mm Because, mm-hmm. but now over the last few years, there's definitely the younger generation. It's become yes. has come back with a younger generation. Younger and isn't it beautiful? And it's amazing. And the, I mean, uh, you know, there's pop jazz. There's all kinds of yeah, you know, exactly. um, new contemporary jazz because jazz evolves mm-hmm. all the time, right? So yeah, but they so they they're the they're the songs they buy and they're the records they buy and that's what they're interested in. You know, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, you wouldn't have seen something like the piano bar filled with 20-year-olds. I know, not at all. You just wouldn't. Not It would have all. been people at least past 35. Now, it's yeah. always filled with really young people. Same with Ronnie's, same with, you know, Ronnie's, uh, Ronnie Scott's. Yeah. But now it's just come back to, it's come very popular to... It really has. I've, I've seen that through my... Yeah, no, I'm saying that's thanks to people like Soweto Kinch, who's who's mm-hmm. combined, you know, hip hop and jazz and made, you know, and experimented. Exactly. I mean, hip hop's come from jazz anyway. Everything's mm-hmm. come from jazz. Yeah. But, um, but you know, uh, artists like that are, who, are, who are making it, who are bringing it back, and it's great. Yeah. And it's, it's just making it more us. accessible, isn't it? It's making yeah. it more accessible to all all walks of life. You know, I yeah. I remember growing up and thinking jazz was for one particular type of person. Exactly. So, yeah. And realizing it just really isn't. And I think, you know, I when always felt have like artists, it was the white middle class. Middle class yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. Who can, who, who can afford, you know, 150 quid ticket? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like now, you know, with a lot of these um, artists crossing over with, like, for instance, hip hop, jazz, and yeah. neo soul and contemporary yeah. pop, you know, we've got Mo- uh, Moses Boyd and stuff, you know, his Peck and Rice Shuffle is a fabulous song um, composition, let's say. Um, but, you know, it's really kind of opening jazz to all different types of people and different backgrounds and I yeah. think that's fabulous you know the time I, is I, now it's just great it's really good yeah. we should work we should do something together you know we should, yeah we should, we should. We should some mu- music and do maybe 100%. do a little bit of some pop jazz or something yeah well you know me I'm all over it just, yeah. just give me a song should. and I'll sing a tune I'll sing a tune yeah, yeah I think we should <laughs> I think I, yeah I think we really should actually no, hundred percent. Let's just talk. Let's I've talk. I've got something bubbling to... anyway for us when the um, yeah. lockdown is when the lockdown. Oh, 
you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ricketta, I love talking to you. Oh, so and I love talking when, to you. My mundane day has been nice, yeah. Oh, this is great. And I, and, and just keep, po- I'll be looking at your Instagram and I'm going to listen to you mm-hmm. tonight over a glass of wine anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and listen to our Ricketta and then just keep getting your stuff, getting your mm-hmm. talents, exercise your talents, get it online because we don't want at this moment in time art to to just stop and become still exactly stale. we exactly. can't go out and do gigs but we can do stuff online just keep it's, it alive exactly that's what we have to keep trying to do i know it's really uncertain times i know a lot of musicians haven't got a wage at the <coughs> moment and stuff but you know just kind of remembering <clears throat> why we are musicians because we need that creativity for yeah. expression and you it's know? Hard, yeah and i mean it's hard doing stuff online because like you and i we thrive mm-hmm. off an audience. Exactly. Well, performers do anyway, but yeah, we 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 thrive off an audience, and we we get that energy, and it's you know we love that, and that's very difficult to film yourself in your living room giving exactly. the same performance. But, but you yeah. just still got to find you just got to find it within you that energy, and just go, okay, you know, I want to do this. Just just go for gold, exactly. Hence why I'm not putting on any makeup in any of these videos. I'm just going to be real natural. It's chill. You know, oh, fuck no that! Pressure. I'm going to plaster the makeup, <laughs> and I'm going to be glamorous as fuck. <laughs> My makeup sponge has gone all hard, so I don't even know what's happening there. So maybe that means I need to wash it. Who knows? Yeah, baby, I've yeah. ordered gold curtains in the background. I'm telling you, I'm doing like a, oh a, a, a I'm, I'm doing like a proper Royal Albert Hall gig in my living room. Oh wow! Check you out. Oh, well, yeah, listen, it could all go, it, it could all go tits up. So I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to see it. Oh, you have to send me pictures. Oh, my God. What do you mean you'd love to see it? You're going to bloody, you'll have to go on Instagram Live and watch it. Oh, yeah. Me, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm tuning in. I'm tuning in for Yeah, I will not be watching Coronation Street. I will. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, but what we'll oh. do, I think what we'll, yeah. we should do is start sending each other some ideas for a song. Yeah, yeah, because that's my thing. I don't really... I'm like, what song should I do? Well, let's just, let's just, let's think of some songs. Let's just, and let's just think of something we can, we yeah. Can do. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's have, I think let's have be brilliant. Thing. I think we'd be brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's do okay, it. Yeah, I think yeah, our voices yeah. complement each other as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. I'm thinking of like, what's, what's love got to do with its soundtrack, but yeah. Okay. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We can, do something, <laughs> we can do something really cool with some really cool instruments. Yeah. No, that sounds sounds like a plan. It. Sounds like a plan, 100%. 100%. So, what are you going to do for the rest of the day now? If you're going to go for a bike ride? or I've already been for a bike ride. I get today up every day as well. at 5.55. Yeah, I got in at good, 9. Good girl. We've been running and stuff. Like, but my bike's at my mate's house. I need to... I need to yeah, I'm I'm up. basically one of those twats who went and got a bike as soon as lockdown happened, good. and now I think now I think I'm a fucking fully fledged cyclist. And I'm really yeah, but that's really but, good. You know, have you got the padded life. shorts? Have you got the gel no. padded shorts? And I have no ass either, so my bum is literally just bones. <laughs> like I need to go to Brixton Cycles and get a bum right. pad or something. But <laughs> what? But yeah, the rest of the day, yeah, a woman of your colour has no bum. I don't believe that. Um, stereotypes, much. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah. You know, 
stereotype. Stereotype. I always thought you had a nice bum. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But you know, bicycles are just not really for my bum. But yeah, I'll get some padded shorts. Well, get some padded shorts because then if you cycle a (laughs) long way, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I need to do some cycling. And also, I'm learning. Um, I'm learning the bass at the moment. Yes, I know. I meant to ask you this. So I'm meant to ask you right. this. And how long yeah. have you been how long have you been practicing that for now? For the last five since, weeks or? Yeah, since going in lockdown, I just got a bass sent. When and I how far how far sent. how far are you in it? How far well let's just say I'm, you go I'm, boom, I'm, boom, boom. yeah yeah i can do shit like that like i just play along to like bob marley's tune yeah because really i don't know what the hell i'm doing but you know my fingers move and yeah. i can hear it the neighbors hate me but Fuck i'm learning them. yeah and also i learned i learned some of the um chords on the guitar i play the guitar but i have no idea what the fuck i'm playing but yeah, now i know naturally what i'm playing musical, babe. That's a good yeah thing. but now i know the chords that i'm playing yeah yeah so it checked me out yeah you're so, so talented, that's... I love you. You're so talented, Rikeshi. You're so talented, Rikeshi. You're so talented, Rikeshi. You're so talented, Rikeshi. You're so talented, You're so talented, Rikeshi. 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 you are so yeah, yeah, 100%, seriously, 100%. I'm, I'm serious. I think we've got a little project going. We've got to come up with a really amazing, just a great song that we like. Fuck everyone else. There was no one else. Yeah, liked it. I'll just listen to it by myself. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. Let's keep in contact. Um, and yeah, it's been so great. Thanks for asking me to um be a part of that. Always, I love you dearly. You're no, amazing. I love him. I love um, you lots. And apologies for all the swearing, Mike. <laughs> oh no, we don't care. We don't fucking care. Now I want to see you on your Instagram this week performing. Yes, you will. Anything, you will. whether you're on your bass, singing, whatever. I want yes, to see it. Yes, you right? will get my Irish whistle out. Yes, no, all right, cool. I love all you. Right, love you. I love you, my baby. Thanks Take for coming care. on. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. 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 It's not the pale moon that excites me. That three. Just the nearness of you It isn't your sweet conversation That brings this sensation Oh no It's just the nearness That was just the brilliant Ricketti Genesis. Do we love her, don't we? We love Ricketti. And just heard her sing absolutely, just phenomenally. Um, nearness of you. Beautiful Ricketti. To hold you ever 
That's the show for this week and I hope you liked it. Sisters in the Shadows was presented by me, Colette Cooper, and is a Pod People production. Thank you to the gorgeous Mikey Hansen and the gorgeous Jake Trappett for their help. Brilliant. And more so to you guys for listening to my fog on. This podcast is in aid of Nordiff Robbins, so please help support this wonderful charity any way you can. I'll be in your feed again next Friday, so see you then. Ta-ra! Mm-hmm.